Let me check. Dave, Dave, it's me, it's me. I'm singing into a mic. My voice is beautiful. I like it. Omar is recording me. Recording. So this is going to be an interesting episode because I didn't get time to... uh, Print out an outline or anything. Oh, really? Yeah, so, so I was wondering. So we're just kind of like, uh, I picked a couple of bits. All right. And, uh, oh, I'm screaming now. So we're going to have to just kind of like, you know, uh, fly by the seat of our pants, yeah. as the saying goes. Hey, we wouldn't be the B team if we didn't <laughs> yeah, do that. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, how was your weekend, dude? Uh, oh, man. I DJed this, um, this party. Uh, a wedding. It was a wedding, and uh, they had the reception somewhere, uh, the ceremony somewhere else. And uh, man, they they booked me for six hours. For the first hour was a dinner, and then the next hour was you know all the traditional dances and you know the bouquet toss and all that. The money. And this dance. is a normal wedding. Normal wedding. Yeah. Right, cool. You know, uh, just maybe a little bit a little bit more heavier Mexican music than I'm used to playing. But I had you know I could I could I could hold a, a strong three hour Spanish set. With like Norteñas, banda, oh, cumbias, merengue. You don't have to tell me about unfortunately, dude, Norteñas and banda. And- dude, I have, I have, <laughs> I have it all. So, um, especially living in Southern California, if you're a mobile DJ, you have to have that stuff. You know, you and where can one that. find you, Omar, on the web? Oh, djomarcon.com, Dave. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that's the first two hours, right? And for 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 a typical wedding, usually like they book me for five hours. Five, I yeah. always say five hours is good. You get all your, you know, your dinner, you get everything completed, plus you get a couple hours of, you know, fun dancing time. Uh, they danced for four hours, and I'm not kidding you where, and I'm not touting myself as like, oh man, I had that 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 dance for, you know, you, had it. you know what I mean? <laughs> but these people were amazing. They came ready to party, and it wasn't even an open bar. It was a cash bar. And so when I get there, I was like, oh, man, it's a cash bar. And it's like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. I have four hours of playing time. So before every gig, I always get nervous. I'm always like, oh, man, I, I, you know, I hope to do well. And, yeah. and for, for, the four, for the four hours, Dave, dance floor was packed. And when I saw it was kind of like burning out maybe two hours into my set, I played like a slow song to kind of like, you know, to give just, people a break. give people a break. Only had to play one song and then back into it. I was like, "Are you kidding?" But the bride, man, she was she was a she was a rock star. So there's this uh, there's this like Mexican song. I'm gonna play a little bit of it. All right, it's called Caballo Dorado. Starts like this, right? And it's a uh, you know very exciting kind of like line dance for Spanish, you know? Yeah, Spanish this sounds people. country. Yeah. And so they get up there, and the bride's wearing this long white dress, and then um, it kind of kicks in. Let me forward it here. So then it gets crazy. So then the line dancing is super fast. Out of nowhere, the bride eats it. Oh, shoot. Okay? She eats it. And not, like, to the point where... Wait, it's, eats it how? So she's line dancing, so, so I, so, and she, like... She falls she, forward she, she or falls, falls back? So, so, no, she falls, I think, to the side, and I kind of see it from my peripheral vision. Yeah. Because I still can't believe it. And I'm like, what? And then um, guests ha- lift her up, and her body is, like, lifeless. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like she got knocked the F out. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm super worried. I'm, I'm so worried, I'm thinking... I'm going to have to fade this song down because it's that kind of thing. And then she kind of like started snapping out of it. 
And then she's she she's like, oh, she like wipes her, you know, kind of like fixes her hair. She ties her dress up, and then boom on the dance floor. I was like, I was like, what? What did I just witness? Kicking and slapping her knee and doing whatever they do. Oh man, it was it was insane. It was hilarious. Was she in her wedding dress though, or did she change? Yeah, no, no, she was still in her wedding dress the whole night. It was awesome. Damn. It was awesome. Never seen anything like it. It was it was amazing, man. Mexican rock star. We could party. Rock star. Oh my party. god, yeah. But it was it was a it was a yeah it was a, it was a fun wedding and uh, it's been a long time. I have done a couple of weddings like that where I've had like four hour sets, but it's been a long time. It's been like maybe about a year since I've had to play like a four hour nonstop stretch. And uh, yeah, it was fun and everything. It was it was one of those things where as a DJ. The first 15 minutes, you're kind of like figuring out what yeah. these people are into, you know? And then after you have them figured out and dialed in, then, you know, uh, that night, for some reason, I just could not play a wrong track. Yeah, and I think someone out there can beat that. I think someone needs to hire Omar and have him go for eight hours. Oh, yeah. I think he it. could do it. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, if the money's right, I'll play for 10. Are you kidding? <laughs> You're Carl Cox of the wedding yeah, 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 scene. Exactly, right? <laughs> How about you? You have an interesting weekend? Uh, well, I did celebrate Couchella. What's Couchella? Where you just sit, sit in your couch and just watch TV for the whole day. Oh, you had a lazy weekend? <sighs> sort of. I watched, so <laughs> I wake up and Harry Potter's on. Oh, you and, love Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I, I do. I do. But my girlfriend is, my girlfriend Krista is the big Harry Potter fan. Okay. So she says, we're not leaving. And I said, okay. So we sat there from about... Maybe 1 p.m. to 2.05 a.m. and watched all the Harry Potters. Whoa! Yeah, back to back to back to back to back. And it's funny because I've seen those movies maybe like three or four times. Mm -hmm. I learned something new every single freaking time. Really? I watched this show. Wow. Or this movie, I should say. That's crazy. This whole series of movies. But then uh, on Sunday, I ended up going to Magic Mountain and take my little nephew. First time there. He finally is tall enough to go. Kids have no fear. Oh, he's one of those. Yeah. Okay. They have no fear yeah. until they meet the ultimate ride, Tatsu. <gasps> that, have you ever been on that ride? No. How's it go? It's the one where it's on top of the hill in Magic Mountain. Okay. And it lays you down, and then it spins you and flips you and does everything. Oh, it's, right? not, it's not X. X no, is no. something else. Okay, X2 okay. Is, okay. is insane. Okay, because that one freaked me out, and I, I'm never ever getting on that one again <laughs> because it freaked me out. Because I literally felt like I was going to die. Yeah. yeah. So I... I uh, purposely, he was getting on all the rides because yeah. he was like, oh, I want to try these roller coasters. And purposely, I said, Tatsu and X2 are going to be the last two rides because oh, yeah. those are the toughest. Okay. Tatsu still freaks me out. I get scared because I'm afraid of heights and there's nothing below you and you're just flipping. And he got on it. And then as soon as he got off, he said, I don't like that ride. And you're mean <laughs> for making me get on it. What? <laughs> He's blaming you? Yes. Oh. I said, we told you to come up and you, I go, you made the choice. And then I tried to give a pep talk like, you did yeah. it. Don't worry about it. You never have to do it again. But in two years, you'll do it again. You're being nice Uncle Dave. Yeah. He's all Here I am. bent so, out of shape now. Yeah. So then I take him to X2, the ride that is scary. Oh, F that ride. <laughs> F that ride. Yeah. And I take him and we're next in line. And he looks at it and goes... Yeah, I'm not going to get on this one. I said, good call. Good you should call. get off. Good and then, call. Because I, I haven't been on it in a while. Yeah. And then after we got, that was our last ride, yeah. I got off and I told him, 
you're pretty smart. That was a good call on your part, man. Because <laughs> I, I remember when X1, I haven't been on it since it was 1. Yeah, So X, this is X2. Yeah, so they, had, they had to redo it. They, uh, is it the same concept? It's or? the same concept, okay, but okay. they just had to redo some things. Yeah. I don't know what that means, yeah, but yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I remember... Uh, remember Jimmy Jam James? Yeah, like he was all about it. Oh yeah, he was, I was sitting right next to the a hole, and he was pulling on my um. When you know how at one point the only thing saving your life is your uh, the, chest, yeah, thing the, that, the chest thing, whatever. And yeah. so he and so we're we're like that, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my, I'm not having fun. And stupid Jimmy Jam is like yanking on it. He's like, it's gonna open. I'm like, you oh asshole. my god, yeah. no, it's crazy because you lay down. You're going up this the first drop. You're laying down. Yeah, and then when you drop. You go straight down, like it flips your, it flips. You go from laying down to looking straight down, and then it goes into a flip, and you are flipping upside down, and then you do a front flip, and there's fire. It's insane. Like it. And, like and it. that was my last ride, and I got a little woozy, and I was like, "Hey, nephew, you're smart. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't do that, because then you would have really hated me." Good call. Good call. Oh man, but the walking. Oh, my legs are still sore. You need to start working out more, man. I really do, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, should we start the show? Sure. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. All right. Hey. Another one without beer mug. Yeah. yeah. Lazy. So it's going to be a good one, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we know how Bean is missing. Yeah. How he's MIA. Yep. So at first I missed him until I heard this. I was like, what the hell? Because uh, how I just threw this uh, B-Team episode together, like, literally in 10 <laughs> minutes. So I was just seeing what kind of files I kind of remembered. Yeah. And this one I don't remember at all. And I guess he unfollowed me on Twitter. He did? Yeah. And, uh, oh, no. So let's find out why he unfollowed me on Twitter. A few minutes ago on the Kevin Bean Show, we were talking about the Al Roker from the Today Show, talking about him uh, pooping his pants at the White House. You yeah. in your pants? I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> and I was thinking, you, you, you know who uh, loves that story more than anyone in the world is our friend DJ Omar Khan, is awesome. who joins us his video. <laughs> hey, Omar, how are you? Skirt! Now... What, uh, what? what's the problem You skirted. Here? I guess. Wow. <laughs> what, uh, what's the problem here? Bean, I hate to see two employees not get along. I, I hate know. To, he's been complaining for quite some time, Omar, about your Twitter, which you just started. I, I know, and I barely tweet. Where's the hate, Bean? Why do you need to unfollow Omar? Here's the problem, is that I love Omar. I don't know that uh, Omar would consider me a uh, close friend. but oh, I, absolutely I, I, not. I, I, agree. <laughs> I like Omar very, very much. But having said that, no one would consider you a close friend. Right. O- Omar is absolutely m- one of my favorite people at K-Rock, oh. and I was really excited when he joined Twitter a couple of months ago because, okay. you know, it's nice to kind of hear from the boy. I don't get a chance to talk to him that much work. Nice to hear from him, right? By the way, I think I was one of the last people to join Twitter on I the show. I believe so, yeah. yeah. But Omar... <laughs> And I still don't tweet much. Either. Not really. Yeah. Is so fascinated with his own poop that <laughs> I don't e- like. I, I don't even feel like I know him anymore. And I don't really know. That, I mean, that's all Mike, you need to know to know him. Yeah, Mike right. Catherwood was the same way, by the way. But at least Mike would talk about other things occasionally. Omar is so poop centric that I just it worries me that he's an adult who has his own child. <laughs> 
Just barely. <laughs> like, how does somebody grow up and survive in the world if all they ever think about is what's coming out of their butt? Because it's awesome. It's yeah. very funny. Don't Whoa. don't look, Kevin. You raised children. Don't. It does crack me up to no end. I don't know why, but poop is f- so freaking funny to me. Listen, you're preaching to the choir, man. Yeah. I'm a poop guy. I like farts. They're yeah. all funny. Hilarious. Don't most kids go through that phase and get through it at age like three? Yeah. Of course. Uh, and then they're not as fascinated. Right, but, but I think, you Omar's know. Omar's stuck for, there. For, yeah. But for me, it's like, I know people are reading these tweets and going, ah, that, that, that for me is really super funny. Nothing brings Omar more joy than, oh. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I let, love me, that. Uh, let me give you a couple of examples here. and Maybe you'll see why I'm debating. As much as I like Omar as a person, I'm debating just pulling the plug on having him in my life on, on Twitter. And Lisa, are you, are you following Are you oh. following Omar, Lisa? Uh, plug? No. What? You're not? You're not? Come on. No. All right. right before Halloween is when Omar joined Twitter. And one of his first tweets was, going to wrap some of my brown in Hershey wrappers, king size bars. If you trick or treat at my house, <laughs> that's oh, how funny, God. dude. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> it's still funny. It's still funny. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I don't look. There's nothing interesting to me about thinking about you handing out logs at the door. Think at, at uh, Halloween. That visual cracks me up. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, in the Christmas season, Chip and I always tweet each other. You know, she'll tweet me, uh, what you making? And I'll tweet back, fruitcake. It's just a thing that yeah, we that's do, That's hilarious, right? by the it, way. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Omar jumps into our conversation. Hey, guys, I'm making something big and brown. And again, <laughs> I'm just having a... funny. Okay, now I'm following a, you. I'm changing you. it right now. At DJ but, Omar Khan, people. At right. DJ Omar Khan. <laughs> but Chip and I are just, you know, having a laugh, enjoying the holiday season, making Keeping some fruitcake jokes. <laughs> Keeping it light. And I don't want to think about your back during that. I don't want you to ruin my holiday season. Oh, so you don't want me to have a laugh. You don't want me to have a good time during the holidays as well. You here's, and Omar uh, do not have now. fun. Yeah. That's a good point. Here's Omar on Thanksgiving night, okay? After his big dinner. What do you think is on Omar's <laughs> oh, mind after no, he enjoys Thanksgiving? God. Let me think. Does he need to tweet these words? Quote, biggest dump of the year is on the way. End quote. <laughs> Who needs that? Does anyone need that? Was there a follow-up? Was there a fo- I mean, did it actually? Did I, did I tweet a picture? I, I don't Thank know. Thank God, no. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, was it actually, or did it just feel it like it? It was pretty close. All right. It was pretty close. <laughs> Here's one from December 15th. I didn't click on the picture. The The tweet is making tamales. Now, I don't know. I don't know if he was really making tamales. No, he's got a lot of code words. Yeah. I was terrified. Uh, that was actually just a picture of some tamales. Tamales, yeah. <laughs> terrified that if I clicked on that picture, I would, in fact, see the tamales. Well, I mean... Uh, what should I do, you guys? I like Omar. I want to follow Omar on Twitter. Follow but him. Yeah. He's only tweeting about poop, though. That's funny. Who you... has time for that? By the way, on Twitter, I, you know, I've been on Twitter, I mean, I don't know, a couple of months. It's so easy to skip by the people who are just, you know, stuff that you're not really interested in. Of course. 99% of the people I follow, I thought were going to be interesting and funny no. and just suck. Yeah, that's not so c- you just kind of scroll through, you know, really quickly or whatever. So it's not a big deal. How many people do you follow me in? 120. 120? That you, so you're not, you know, getting a bunch of tweets. Just scroll through mine. And but if, if all he's doing is scrolling through yours, why wouldn't he just unfollow? <laughs> yeah, what's the I point? I mean, is there... Has, <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, right? <laughs> has he Cause, ever... Because occasionally well, he'll see my tweet and he'll go, ah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but that brings you joy, not yeah. him. Oh, not him. Uh, <laughs> all right, a couple more. You guys can decide whether I'm uh, making the right move if I unfollow. Fact, the ladies love the smell of farts. Am I right, ladies? Hashtag ass burp. <laughs> 
Now I have to what? follow you again. What? Oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> right? Uh, one more. I'm coming out with my own eau de toilette. It's called Le Fart, and my fragrance will come from a toilet, not like those other ones, liars. At least I'm putting some work into my tweets. I'm not just saying, hey, good morning, or hey, check this website out. A bunch of people just waste your time on Twitter. I'm trying. And that's not what you're doing. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I'm bringing you quality poop humor. He aggressively loves his poop. He doesn't does. He? he does. I I think Omar. I think our our relationship is going off. Are you oh. kidding me? I think we're in. I think we're going to be friends in person only from oh, now on. I, son. I, I, I'm I, sorry. I thought, I thought you'd like to stay current with my beehole, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, B's talking about following a hundred people. Yeah, that's it. One hundred and twenty. I follow nine hundred people. Whoa! Wow! Nine hundred. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's and That's I'm lot. fine. And yeah, you're right. If someone if someone's boring me, guess what I do? Just scroll, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll down. You're good. You're good. I miss Bean, even though he's a dick that doesn't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we gonna do uh, inbox? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have I have, you have, some? I, have an, I have one email to meet. Let's do it now. All right. Ooh, baby, baby, we're gonna check the inbox. Baby, baby, we're not talking fart box. Baby, baby. We're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're gonna check the inbox. Hey, you know what's funny? What's that? You know, at the beginning of each podcast, Lightning usually goes, Hey, this is uh, Lightning. I'm the producer. But yeah. We don't do that any of the, uh, anymore. We huh? have been doing we it, did? but after the intro, we didn't do it today because, listen, it's just you and I. We're we so, know we're I'm, so not I'm Dave, the king of Mexico. <laughs> I'm the producer of the Kevin and Bean show. Kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, and you're DJ Omar Khan, the imaging director of the Kevin and Bean show. Right? They know who we are. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, because so, we're 35 in now. We're not We're not professionals, though. No. By any stretch of the Imagination. Yeah, and no one wants to hear professional broadcasting. If you want to hear that, turn on Big Boy. Yeah, you Big know. Boy. <laughs> um, but we well, were just you won't get that either. <laughs> have you heard Big Boy? Yeah, that's oh true. Oh my god. Okay, but you have Big an morning. inbox, right? Yeah, I have one email that I want to read. We were just talking about Bean and how uh, he's been out for a while. So it says it's from Devin uh, Danley, and it says, "Hey, you probably getting a lot of this, but I haven't heard anything new with Bean. Is there any new updates?" And all I could say right now is, "There's updates coming very soon." Um, so just keep, keep your out, listen to Kevin and Bean, and we'll have an update on Bean soon. But he ended it with this. Lightning is doing a great job filling in. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's crazy how people don't pay attention. They just do not. Today I was telling a story in studio and they thought it was strike. It was, it was striker. Yeah. They're all like, oh yeah, when Stryker said that, I was like, it was me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, someone sent me a tweet that said, hey, it was funny what you said about your chapstick. And I was like, well, it's Stryker. No, Stryker. Yeah, Stryker has been <laughs> awesomely filling in for- uh, He's been doing a great yeah, job. Yeah, filling in while Bean is out. But like I said, we'll have some more info on Bean uh, probably sometime very soon. And I knew Stryker was neurotic. Oh, yeah. However, I didn't know he was legit crazy. Did you know? Yeah, he, he's you cuckoo. Did. Yeah, I, I knew he was, like, out there. Has he always yeah. been this way? Yes. And just, man. Yes. And, you know, I, even I, growing up, though, like, you heard the story of how his brother would only eat a hamburger every day. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that led to him and his kookiness. That's crazy, because uh, yeah. I, re- I remember <clears throat> he's always just kind of like a little... You know, a, a guy who kind of like you know marches to a beat, a of, his beat of his own drum. drum yeah. And uh, I remember I was one of his uh, first phone ops. He was doing a, uh, it was probably a shift from like six to ten p.m. or something. 
And he would every single time he would do a break, he, and there was like nobody at the station, so it was it was after closing. It was after closing time, and he would just like kind of like you know look around real quick and then go back into the studio. And, I'm like, and then like he would do a break and then kind of like uh, check the phones and see if there was anybody on the phones calling. I'm like, no, nobody's calling. Yeah. And then he would just go back into the studio. Have you ever tried to shake his hand? Uh, he does the uh, thing that Howie Mandel does, the fist bump. That or what he used to do is like like a high five, but then like you go for the high five, and then he throw out an elbow to you. Like <laughs> here's an elbow, and you're like, okay, are you serious? Yeah. So you're like, all right, I just won't say. I just say, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. But uh, yeah, I think he's been doing a great job, and I, I can't imagine. Uh, maybe we'll try to get him on the B team next week, but I can't imagine how difficult it is to come into a morning show where everybody is kind of already gelling and has a certain energy and mm-hmm. to walk into a, a show like that and be that great is 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 mind-blowing to me you, you know, know what i'm just gonna go ahead and take credit for this because we've had a lot of conversations beforehand so mm-hmm. i'm gonna say striker's good because of me oh okay all right so, <laughs> so you guys you guys have dave to thank for that no, but uh, Stryker is awesome. Yeah, he's he's, total he's pro. a pro, yeah, total pro. and he's great on the after in the afternoons too when yeah. he's normal shift. And he's a total weirdo. So I love <laughs> weirdo. that. Um, yeah, so if you guys have uh, emails, uh, definitely uh, we forgot to give our emails out. Do we do that at the end or the beginning? Uh, we're supposed to do it in the beginning. Okay, so you could reach me at DJ Sanchez at krock.com. and then uh, you could reach me at uh, Omar at krock.com. <laughs> and then who cares about beer mug? Because uh, he's only a part-timer on this podcast anyway. Who, Beer Mug? Yeah, I think I don't even consider him. I come yeah. one minute with mugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we do appreciate um, those emails. And we haven't done the inbox in a long time. So um, I actually have uh, um, quite a few here that I'm going to rifle through. And uh, don't worry, if you have emailed me in the last couple of weeks, I will get to yours. These are a little older, um, but let's just um, go through them. The first one is, uh, I love the B-Team podcast and the Kevin and Bean show. I really enjoy listening to how much you love your family. This is talking about me. I just heard the softball story and how you fix your rental properties and still DJ on the weekends. I have a wife and a two-year-old daughter that I love so much, and it's just cool to hear other guys that love their families, too. Have a great day. That's from Xavier Torres. Thanks, Xavier. I love my family. That that made me feel good, man. You love your family. Well, I don't have a family. How do you like them apples? I love my dog. Is that the same? It's the exact same thing, Dave. It's exact, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Xavier. That makes me feel good. And, you know, a lot of times, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm very, um, talking about being a little, like, neurotic. I am very worried about this podcast when we talk about our lives. Because, Why? Because I think that people just want to hear about Kevin Bean. I Do you th- know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was kind of freaking me out when we started, because the, the, the early incarnations of this show was... Almost 100% just talking about Kevin and Bean stuff, yeah. right? And yeah. then slowly, you know, obviously the natural progression is that we're going to, you know, kind of like talk about what we did, right? You exactly. Know? Uh, but it still weirds me out because I'm like, oh man, why do people care what I'm doing with my daughter playing softball? And, you know, you what, know I mean? what? They don't until they do. Yeah. Because they're just listening until they want to hear the Kevin and Bean stuff. But then the more they hear you, the more they kind of like you. And then they're like, oh, I want to hear about Omar's I just, kids. I just think that that's super cool. That's super cool. And it's still, still weird. Because I, <laughs> anytime I, you know, I'm out in the wild and I run to a B-team listener, I ask them, hey, how do you guys feel about us talking about our own lives? And they're always like, ah, it's cool. It's fine. They don't have no problem with it. I mean, they're not super excited about it. I don't expect you to, but they're not turned off by it, yeah. I guess, you know? Yeah. Because they which like is cool. you, man. It's yeah. you. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'm just looking for a compliment, guys. I have very low self-esteem. Um, all right, here's the next one. Your most recent episode, Sans Lightning, mentions Mike not being on the show anymore. What happened to him? I noticed that for a while he had a bigger presence on the Kevin and Bean show since Ralph left. Uh, Trevor, 
Um, well, just scheduling conflicts. Mike, uh, Mike is busy doing other stuff. He has a new show. What's his new online show thing? He's uh, he does his podcast uh, on, it's called Control Forever. Mm-hmm. Like, he just went to the AVN in January <clears throat> and tested out all these new sex products. It's very funny. There's, a, there's a, like, a picture of him getting slapped by a dildo over and over and over again. But, and, I mean, he's doing all kinds of things. He's still working on the Rudy, uh, the Rudy TV show. Right. Um, he's, he's on Jason Alice every Friday in the afternoon. Uh, and that's on Sirius or XM, one of those. Uh, and Rudy Cisneros has a new Facebook page. So if you guys aren't friends with Rudy Cisneros, hit him up. Oh, is that really? <laughs> yeah. Is that Mike? I think, yeah, it's Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he Mike. added me and I just don't care about Facebook anymore. Oh, I'm, but just, I, I'm guessing it's Mike. I hope it's Mike because I'm going to say I just, yes. I just accepted the friend request. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't been yeah, on it yet. But he's doing a lot of stuff and a lot of things and it just didn't work out where, you know, yeah, he so. needed his time. So I'm sure, um, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure we'll still have him on, you know, and do the occasional psycho body and puppas out. The next one says, uh, hi, I was listening to the most recent B-Team episode and realized that none of you guys remember where the moaning track comes from. A listener sent in a compilation of Ally McKay making noises and interjections with sounds like porn moaning. They slowed it down and added porn music. They even did a mix where Beer Mug is eating coupled with Ally's McKay's moaning. So it's not porn, just uh, Ally slowed down with porn music. Thanks, Alana. Um, the reason I read this one is because it's totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> I was about to it's say, not like, that. No it's not way. that at all. Not and even I, a little bit. Actually, Alana went through, and thank you, Alana, for she went through the trouble of actually emailing me that audio. But I just want to get down to what this audio is. So I'm going to play it for the podcast listeners. And this is like a personal, I'm going to find out where the hell Kevin got this because from. Because Kevin doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. So this is what we're talking about. You know that? That kind of little bit. And yes. then. And then when he when he really wants to get down, he'll play this. Oh yeah, which is great. It's great music, but he, we don't we have we have no. It clue. Sounds like a David Lynch type of like like music industrial, that, that, yeah. like Nine Inch Nails in there, you know. And then so this is another email about that. Uh, Kevin sound clip. I am ninety percent sure that's a clip from Fluffy's Gabriel Iglesias stand up. There's a bit where he talks about hearing certain sounds and clips coming from his step stepson's room. Like, oh, man, I can't blah English. Um, that's where uh, that's where he would hear a few seconds of <laughs> this music while watching cable TV. Hope that helps, Luis Alvarez. Luis Alvarez. <laughs> Luis Alvarez. How come I can't say Alvarez? Wow, Luis Alvarez. Okay. The pokey little puppy. Um, <laughs> so, no, I asked Kevin about that, and that's not it either. Okay. So, so Lewis, it, you're uh, dumb. So, if, if, if loser. And, and, but Kevin, Kevin was all, it was also kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't think it's from that, but it might. So, if you guys do know, if you guys could give me an exact kind of like, you know, time check or something, <laughs> or if it's on Netflix, let me know and I'll go through it because I definitely want to find it. We got to figure this out. Because not even Kevin knows. He brought it in and doesn't know where he got it from. What a dumbass. (laughs) Uh, Next email. Hey, guys, whatever happened to Rodney's Drops? They used to play things like, I like to get a copy of that, etc. They didn't play them. Then they played them. But they played them sped up dramatically. Then nothing again. Now they play them almost every show. I'm assuming since he's retired now, they are allowed to do whatever. But I was just curious about what the behind the scenes of these drops over the years were. Keep up the great work. Keep up the great work, Bradley. <laughs> wow. Um, Want to take this one, Dave? Uh, well, I mean, listen, Ronnie, it it's, mostly comes from Bean. 
So obviously Bean hasn't been on the show for a while, so that's why you haven't been hearing him. But at the same time, we would always play Rotting Jobs because we thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. But then we had this issue of, do people know who Rodney even is? Yeah, anymore? so now we kind of just play it when we think it's funny. Yeah, so now we're playing it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think they're, it's a funny voice and a funny soundbite, so it always works. It doesn't matter who it is and what it means. But there was never really any kind of like, you know, rhyme or reason. Yeah, there's um, no conscious reason of, all right, we shouldn't play Rodney anymore. It had nothing to do with him, you know, leaving K-Rock and whatnot. And yeah. he, he's on satellite too, by the way. Yeah, and then when we would uh, play it sped up, we just thought we just thought it sounded funny sped yeah, up. You yeah. know? Because like Rodney's delivery was so like weird. And I, I forget, I think it was like Bean's idea. Hey, Omar, you know, try to speed it up. And then they just thought, found it funny. So we just started playing up, playing Rodney drops sped up. So um, that's it. Uh, next one. What's the deal with the same bit being played twice? It's like the late morning show is played in the early morning the next day. Respectfully, Aaron Waddle. Waddle, waddle. Um, Dave, you could also speak to this because you know about the programming and the listenership. Yeah. So the breakdown is the average listener listens about seven to eight minutes a day at a time. That's shocking. That is crazy, I right? I just learned this yeah. a couple of months ago yeah. because I don't pay attention to yeah. that stuff. And the theory behind that is sometimes we think, like, for instance, this week we played Nick Hexum. We mm-hmm. had him come in studio and he was in the nine o'clock hour. He was great. Yeah. Well, a lot of people who listen in the 6 a.m. hour are not going to hear that because right. they're not listening. And also a lot of people don't make that extra uh, effort to, to go yeah, download the podcast, the podcast right. or, or you know, f- hit Facebook Live or whatever. Yeah. So we thought it was a great interview. So let's play it so the morning people can, the morning listeners can hear it as well. That's right. Yeah. So, so there's, yeah. that's it. Yep. Um, next one up. Hi, B-Team. Every once in a while. <laughs> I'm going to get through one of these, dude, all the way through. God damn it. Hey, <laughs> Hi, B-Team. Every once in a while, I hear a reference to, I think, Kevin kicking a Scientologist out of the studio during an interview. What happened? Do you guys have audio? Love the podcast, by the way. Squish, Jonathan from Anaheim. Yeah. So this Finally was, a good email. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that email, I remember. I remember it. And I had been on the job maybe, oh, dude, a month, maybe maybe two months. Wow. And I was really new. And I was, you remember Quiet Omar? Yes. You remember I, yeah. dude, I was guy who, I was creepy guy because I was just in the corner and I uh, wouldn't say anything. I was like super quiet, super shy. And um, Kevin gets into it with the Scientologist because the Scientologist wouldn't answer his questions yeah, directly. Yeah, none of the questions that Kevin was asking, he would always just do the, the propaganda, the pitch, or mm-hmm. whatever he was in to talk about. Right. And Kevin finally got fed up, and, and we've tried to look for the audio. Excuse me. <clears throat> I, I have fish burp, by the way, because of that fish salad I ate earlier. It's nasty. <laughs> um why did so, you order a fish salad at 7 o'clock in the I'm morning? Because I'm trying to eat healthier. I'm okay, trying but you to get like, have like, like just the, the, eggs and... I should... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have had... Listen, bad decision. Bad decision. Oh, uh, my God. Um, so, so Kevin got fed up, and he starts telling him... And I think Bean has this one small clip of him saying, out. you need to get out, yeah, sir, you need, you need to, to get out. If you don't get up, we're going to get called in security. We have no security. Do you, <laughs> you have to call I mean? security? This yeah. is at that, a big, uh, we're in Burbank, so we're on the ninth floor in the Burbank building. And Kevin's losing it. And Bean, I can imagine, he's he, uh, he's in Seattle at this point. I'm imagining Bean just loving this <laughs> with his two feet kicked up on his console, just letting this <laughs> magic happen. I've never seen Kevin, like Kevin is red. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the corner, and I'm like, dude, what do I do if goes down? Like, like, I, what's happening? And um, 
the guy just stands up and walks out. And then, like, you know, and you hear him walk out, and then we go to commercial. And I'm just, <laughs> You're like, this is like, oh, man, that happened. Kevin, yeah. hey, I was down, man. No, no, I was ready to back you up. <laughs> I would have dropped him. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's that. And we, we've tried to f- find the full version uh, of the audio. I so think this it's probably is, somewhere. So this is 2000? It's 2000. Yeah, it okay. So this is Dats. It's not even CDs. No, it's got, oh, we, we didn't man. start CDs until 2003. So these are still so yeah. it's somewhere on Dats, if 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 at all. I don't know if that's back in the day before like CD. I mean, even now we 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 we're horrible at archiving stuff. If we didn't yeah, have Kevin yeah. and <laughs> how many times a week, Dave, do you go to Kevin and and say, "Oh, did we do that bit or not?" Yeah, it, I gotta check. How long has it been? I'll just check here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So we're we're terrible. We're terrible at keeping uh, records of, <laughs> of any kind. But back in the day, there was like almost no. It was all lightning. Yeah, it was. There was no production guy. You know, I think well, Jimmy Jam was a production guy for a little bit, and then it was me. Yeah, and before that, it was just lightning, lightning it was doing lightning everything. doing everything. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, all right, next next one, and I think yeah, this will be the last one. Uh, hey, B team, I often hear Kevin and me both asking each other on the air if they have time for something. Whether it's Bean asking Kevin if he still has um, time for this one story in the morning, or it's Bean saying if he only has time to take one more caller for a contest, my question is, who controls the pace of the show, and why do they have to ask each other if there's enough time for something? Is there a countdown clock for each segment? <laughs> I couldn't even get through that one! God damn it! If there, is there a countdown clock for each segment that one of them cannot see and therefore mass, must ask if uh, there's enough time remaining? Man, and these are well-written emails. It's all me. Uh, the thanks. That's from uh, Kevin Myers from Dallas, Texas. Uh, you can feel this one, Dave. Dallas you know in the that. house. Well, here's what happens. You know, like I said earlier, people listen from for seven to eight minutes at a time. So we, when we're doing a segment... If they feel it's running long, they'll ask the, one another, do we have time? And it's all about feeling. Yeah. There's no, like, hard out. Like, like if they're having a conversation that's... That's amazing. Oh, we'll go 20 minutes. We'll Who cares? Drop, we'll, we'll drop a song. We'll, we'll, continue, right. we'll continue doing whatever we want. Yeah. But, you know, we live in this thing called the PPM. That's how we get rated. In a, we call it the PPM world, where everything is in from five to eight minute chunks. Yeah. That's where people are listening. That's wh- how, and that's how, how, how we're going to get you. Right. Well, that's how much yeah. the attention span people have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, there's no real rhyme or reason, and they just kind of uh, ask each other that because when, when you're in the moment and you're presenting you know, a piece of content on the air, you kind of lose a track of kind of like how it's going. So they'll just, just ask well, each other. Yeah, you know? any normal person does. Bean is pretty on it. He's pretty good about it. Yeah. He, he has an <sighs> internal clock in his mind that is amazing. Yeah. Like You no. tell him, you have seven minutes, dude. It's on 650, he's like, all right, last question, yeah. without even looking at the clock. In probably the last year or so, I've been on the air a little bit more, and I've by, I've and I've been on the show for, you know since 2000, and I just barely started having the ability to be in on a break mm-hmm. and being able to judge it if it was a good break or not. Yeah. Beforehand, I would be in a break and I wouldn't know if it was a good break or not. I just wouldn't be able because I had because I, I would have to be in the moment so much concentrating on whatever um, I was trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had the inability to judge it from an out, outer uh, perspective. Now I can do it a little bit better because before, man, I was really nervous on the microphone. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, you know, I mean, uh, you know, th- there's an added kind of pressure of you not wanting to sound like an idiot. Yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, wanting to be funny. Yep. Entertaining. Mm-hmm. But most pressure of all is Kevin and Bean. Yeah. Because Kev- Kevin and Bean are flamethrowers. 
They're talking so fast and so quickly and can, um, well, Bean, anyway, can gather his thoughts. And, you know, he's he's formulating a question. And by the time he's spitting that out and somebody's replying, he already is formulating another question. It's it, it's it's crazy. and But he's able to kind of like, you know, weave, uh, interview. Nobody is an interviewer like Bean. No. You know what I mean? So, so he expects, you know, he has higher standards for the people on his staff, I would imagine. You know, which is understandable because yeah. we, we have to be able to keep up with Kevin and Bean. If we're going to be on the Kevin Bean show, yeah. How, so, how do we get to this? How so, do we go off but, on but this now, tangent? But now <laughs> that you know that, now that you could you could recognize if it was a good break or not. Yeah. How do you think this past inbox went? <laughs> oh, so long. It's so long. It should have been over like a half hour ago. Hey, this is a podcast, man. We could talk and talk and talk. That's There's no true. time limit. There's no PPM That's here. That's true. But, uh, you know, I'm glad. We that count it... We count downloads here. So you, <laughs> you did the part already by clicking and downloading it. Well, I'm glad that people are going to be like, dude, Omar, man, guy, guy, can't, guy can't read. Yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna do a member of this, and I don't know what this is, but I, I but it's labeled Kevin Border Crossing Tijuana. So I thought that was appropriate since the wall's being built. So let's get into this member. Of this member, member, this member, member, this member. this is dave do you have any idea uh tj border crossing sounds like an april fool's day bit oh okay let's yeah. see so it's ralph and bean we are standing here by the k-rock vehicle the girls uh our, our uh, uh translator randy and lisa may are already in the truck because it's cold <laughs> hey guys, guys all right this is going to be kevin on the walkie-talkie uh, hold on kevin can you hear us yeah um i'm the only person still in mexico is that correct <laughs> yes we are in the united states that's correct now for does this ring a bell, Dave? Uh, it's, I think it's the April Fool's yeah. one, yeah. Okay. For folks who have not been to Tijuana, obviously there is a border and there are some places that are a little easier to negotiate than others. And, Ralph, we essentially, I mean, from the last time we were on the radio, we drove over here in about 10 minutes. We found a place, uh, when we came across, we saw the place where the, the, the fence kind of ended, right near the actual border crossing where we drove across. So we're just on the other side of that near some construction work where the, the fence actually has a giant gaping hole in it. All right. Why don't you describe, because obviously we can't see you, what your plan is. What is it you intend to do, and what do we need to do? My original plan was wouldn't it be fun to illegally cross the border and just run across the border where there aren't any border patrol guys. But as you guys could see before you left, there's like a border patrol van every, I don't know, 100 feet. Hey, let me ask you this, and I'll ask uh, Ralph at the same time. Is this a good idea to be using our real names for something like this? Well, I was going to suggest, I think we should have code names if we're going to use this kind of uh, non-secured information highway here. All right, in honor of my Viagra experiment this morning, I will be known uh, as El Stiffo. (laughs) And I would like to be known as El Coyote, which means in English, the Coyote. <laughs> Hold on, stop real quick. Yeah. Yeah, so this is definitely the, the 4th of July. I mean, the 4th of July. The, the April Fool's joke. Uh, but they did go to TJ. They did? And Bean did try Viagra. Because this was before it was, like, readily available here. Wait, he really did so try it? They, he, yeah, they went to. They wanted to see how easy it was to get. But so he, he swallowed a he pill? Took, he went to a Mexican pharmacy in TJ, got some Viagra, took a pill. Did he get a boner for whatever? No, he got a headache. He got a and headache? It, you ask him about it. You, you got to talk to him about it. He had a headache the whole day. That's oh, all no. he did for him. Give him a headache. That's funny. Coyote. <laughs> How about you out in the field there, Kevin? I believe I'm just going to go with just a simple running man. 
<laughs> running man. All right. So the plan again, Kevin, we're here on the U.S. side in the vehicle. You know where we told you we were going. That's where we'd like you to believe we are. And you're going to meet us here when you get across the border? By, um, you're by the construction zone, right? right? Right there by the big crane that we saw on the way in, right? Right. Let me tell you that I'm going to get caught. Now, if I get caught, this isn't so funny anymore. Well, I mean, like we talked about with the... So is that the prank? They, 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 they kind of, they're going to pretend that Kevin got arrested or something? Uh, I don't remember. This was, I think, before me. Okay. But, uh, but this was uh, them trying to cross the border. Is this and- where they also like picked up... Uh- was it a velvet painting of Mr. T? No, that or? was in that was in uh, Harlem. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like we talked about with the listeners and stuff, you are an American citizen, and uh, you're not smuggling unless you've still got that kilo up your ass. No, I, I, don't have, I do have a question, though. If I get caught, are you fellas going to wait for me? Uh, how long? <laughs> All right, listen. I don't want to do this. All right. What is your plan if, in fact, you cannot get through the border patrol? If the guy, the little guy, comes up with a gun drawn and, and you know starts talking about anal probes, what are you going to do? I have my passport and I brought my driver's license and I brought my business card that says that I work for K Rock and I'm just going to prove to him that I'm an American citizen and I'm going to bend over and let him stick his hand up my ass. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's all I need to know. Good luck, dude. Dude, I'm serious. This is a bad idea. <laughs> right now, Kevin is on uh, the Mexico side of the fence, and the way uh, it's hard, it, it, I guess it's not too hard to describe. There's one fence that's about 10 or 12 feet high. That's the one he's behind right now. No chain one can link. see him. Chain link. Then he hops over that, and then what do you think it is, running man? It's probably a couple <laughs> of hundred yards, maybe, to the other fence that actually gets you into the U.S., would you say? Well, it actually, at this point, point where I am right now, it's only like 20 yards to the other fence. Where there's, uh, remember we saw that opening in the fence from the road? How close would you say the border patrol guys are? There's, like, there's one like 150 yards to the left and another one like 150 yards to the right. So I think if I split right through the middle... And- I should have probably just edited this, huh? It's getting a little <laughs> long right now. Well, you could re-edit it again. Yeah, okay. Oh, and they're not paying attention. I can make it. If they are paying attention, I'm screwed. I love how you say if they're paying attention. You know their job <laughs> as the border patrol is to watch the border. They probably will be paying attention, running man. <laughs> uh, you are getting ready to hop the first fence, and you are going to try to keep your walkie-talkie on so we can follow every moment. I want to do this seriously. Okay, go ahead. Let it, try to let <laughs> us hear it, though. I've got my hand on the uh, fence. This is the Mexican side of the border that I'm uh, climbing. First, got to get over one fence, and then the American side of the fence, there's a, a gigantic hole where it's not actually... Jesus, it's got like some kind of... How smart is this to broadcast? I'm over. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Are you, yeah, you're still in Mexico, but you're inside the first fence. Am I correct? Yes. Run like hell. <laughs> Other fence. Hang on one second. All right, fellas. Here we go. Home of the free land of the brave. <laughs> in the history of bad ideas, this is a big one. Let's go. Sprinting down front Okay, now that's what we were hoping we wouldn't have to hear. That is... Oh, man, it's busted. Border Patrol. That was the worst break-in in the history of the country. I'm from America. I'm from America. What the hell are you doing out here? I work for a radio station. For a radio station. I hope you guys can hear this. He's trying to talk his way out of it. We're doing a, uh, a show. Uh, <laughs> We're doing a show for Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) 
You know, they've heard a lot of excuses, Ralph. They've never heard this one before. My back uh, right pocket has my license. You got identification? Yeah. My driver's license. There's also a business card in there for, from the uh, radio station. Officer, he's lying. He is not an American. Repeat, he is not an American. He is a Mexican national and very dangerous. I'm an American. I realize you're, what you're doing is illegal. Well, I'm, I, I'm from America, so I have papers. Officer, look for the balloon of heroin up his hiney. <laughs> It's pretty good. As a listener, I think, you know, I would I would keep tuned in. It's pretty good. Oh, it's really yeah. Well, it's, it's really it, well produced. Listen, yeah, I guess it was for Cinco de Mayo, but uh but yeah, this was funny. Yeah, it it's was funny. funny. Like, it's like, funny. Like, like you wouldn't think that they would fake this. No, let's see what uh That, my friends, was entertainment. <laughs> was right there. Kevin, why don't you explain to everybody what you were telling us about what has transpired in the last ten minutes and how you have set back US Mexican relations a hundred years. Sounds like the officer's writing him now. Yes. He let me come back to the border. I mean, I was only like, it was pathetic. I was like 75 yards from the border. So he let me come back to the Mexican side of the border, and he told me to go through the proper way. So it was the worst attempt ever at a border crossing? Yes, and that I got, uh, you know, less far than anyone in the history, yes. Hey, uh, is there any kind of follow-up, a paperwork, penalty, trial, court, anything? I think so. He took all of my information, he wrote down my license and blah, 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 but he was threatening to take me to customs for a while and customs would turn blah, 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 but I think he was just trying to scare me. He, he let me come back across the border, so now I'm on the uh, Mexican side. I'm in Tijuana again. So you're going to go and walk through the checkpoint and meet us over on the U.S. side then? See, that's funny. You know, I was thinking back uh, today as we were standing out here waiting to hear word from you at the border about what the highlights of the program were today. I mean, you know, taking the Viagra was kind of a fun experience for me. Obviously, seeing Lisa get the lap dance was good. Give it, buying and giving away the black velvet Bob Marley was a lot of fun. Yes. But somehow you Bob getting Marley. what's your due was the best. Uh, okay, I have nothing to say, but come back and get me. How fun is Tijuana now? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the problem is, is these guys are so close together. How do they expect any of us to get across? Any of us? Well, I, I don't think that that's the goal, though, is that they want people just to pour in like water out of a shoe. <laughs> water out of a shoe? <laughs> helicopter over here now. Well, they're probably looking for your ass, man. The word probably went out. <laughs> if you see a red dot on your forehead, it's not a laser pointer. All right, seriously, though, we've been joking around. We've had a lot of fun, and the people in Mexico have been hospitable for Cinco de Mayo. How are you getting home? I'm going to, uh, I'll be waiting for you at the, uh, back at the Bambi Club. At <laughs> the Bambi Club. All right, Kevin, listen, have a great night, and uh, we'll be talking to you later. Cut my arm on the fence, climbing over the stupid fence, and I'm standing in Tijuana. Come back and get me. Well, that's okay, because Tijuana has some of the best medical care the world has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. By the way, I've always wanted to do that. We, Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Yeah. That would be amazing. Not that we would ever do that again, but I mean, that would that's that's pretty good. For I didn't know it was for a single de Mayo special. Yeah. So they probably aired uh Lisa May getting a lap dance and oh, all, yeah. all that. Oh yeah, they aired all, all that. that. Sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't remember that yeah, at all. Yeah, they, they and that's where oh, man, I wonder if I could find that picture and I'll try to post it, but it's them on top of a zonkey. A zonkey? Yeah. What the hell's a zonkey? You don't know what a zonkey is? No. It, You've been a TJ, right? I've been, I've been in TJ many times when I was a kid. Yeah, you don't remember how they paint donkeys like zebras? 
No, they it's do. It's a zonkey. Why do they do that? I, I don't know. Because it, it looks seems more cruel. exotic. It, oh my god! Ain't. But that's why we had a zonkey on the April Foolishness stage. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know why I went to TJ? Uh, for dental care. That's exactly no, right. I swear no to God, way. I was one of those. I was one of those <laughs> man. My parents didn't have insurance, and I had the janky ass teeth. Oh my God! Yeah. So, uh, so I went over there. We wasted. I mean, my mom wasted a couple of hundred dollars on retainers, and oh. the guy wasn't doing crap. It just didn't work out. And and then when I finally was able, old enough, when I was 16, and I was able to get a job at Baker's, yeah. I had to pay for my own braces at Western Dental. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, but that's, yeah, we went, and we used to go down there like once every, like at least once a month. Yeah. And then the guy would just check him out and then be like, alright, yeah, it's working, it's working. <laughs> my parents are dumbasses. What's wrong with them? Oh, man. Dental care and TJ, nothing sounds scarier. No. I, dude, my, my father-in-law goes over there for um, eye care, for eyeglasses. Oh, yeah. well, I bet they're cheaper. And that's then, why. Yeah, and then he, he goes the prescription in, stuff. He goes in somewhere through the Arizona border. Like no, Arizona. So, it, maybe that's yeah. what it is. And he says like it's super easy. And like it, and all like the medical, like the dentist and all the um the um optometrists and stuff, they're all right there on the border. <laughs> so you don't even have to really go in yeah. to the country. It's just like you park your car on the border. You could even just walk across if you wanted to and then see your uh wow, you know see, see your doctor and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, I haven't been to TJ in so long. Let's go. Let's go mm. for for Cinco de Mayo. All right, I'm down. All right, um, let's see. We have your choice of Duavid wants legs on Clara. Ooh. Or we have... Uh, Choose your own adventure. I like I, this. Yeah, yeah, because we have time for one more bit. All right. Or uh, Rahim Honatan. What? Exactly. So I just saw those were, I just thought both of those were interesting. The first one is actually, you know, Duavid, the guy who married a mannequin. And, By Mike uh, Catherwood. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next clip is uh, Rahim Hona Tan. That's all it says. Uh, I know the Duavid one. Okay. I want to be shocked by Rahim. So okay, can we go Rahim? Let's go Rahim. And this is uh, this predates both Dave and us. Let's check it out. First of all, Orange County is the babe capital of the universe. Okay. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Every time we come down here, what is the deal? Yeah, so we're in Orange County. We're at uh, Family Tanning with Look Bill. How you doing, Bill? Hi, great, how are you? Bill, we'll get to you in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> Bill, uh, you run the place here in HB? Sure do. Family business for real? Yep, it's family sun tanning, and the whole family Happy. gets involved. My sister works here. My dad's in here somewhere floating around. You look like you have radiation poisoning. Let me start with that. <laughs> you are going under the, seriously, under the lights like 10 or 12 times a day, aren't you? I fried myself last night. So. I see you in Godzilla versus Mothra. <laughs> Looks like you. Well, let's meet a couple uh, other people that are here. We have. Wait, are they just going into a sun, a sun tanning place oh. and just interviewing the people there, the well, workers? I, I, I don't this? know. I want to know what the end is already. What the hell is this? I want to know why they did this. Right. People that are here. We have. Let's talk to some of the fine uh, patrons, okay. and then I guess we're going to have to get into some tanning. What's your name? Tracy. And you've just come out of the tanning yes. salon. Yes. Was it fabulous? It was fabulous. You know, I can look right down your shirt from here. <laughs> Those creepy bean. Yeah. You know who we need? You know who we need? Seriously. Shannon's trying to escape. Bring Shannon in here. Shannon Shannon's in. another patron here at the family uh, tanning salon. <laughs> Hold on. Stop real quick. Yeah. Uh, do they not check levels back in the day? Or Yeah. Every, everything's super distorted. It's super hot. <laughs> yeah. Super everything's distorted. super distorted. And they give Birma crap. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Come on. Be a sport. How, how are you, my dear? I'm fine. Let me just say that nobody on the face of the earth really needs a tan, you. needs a tan more than you. <laughs> <laughs> what is your deal? Have you ever seen the sunlight? Stop fighting. Have you ever been out in the sun? Ever? Once? 
Even yeah. by accident. Yeah. <laughs> You're Casper the Friendly Ghost. Am I right, Kevin? Hey, Bill, we're going to be able to get Shannon into a booth, are we? Oh, definitely. Since Shannon, seriously, is the palest human being on the face of the earth, we're going to make her the guinea pig today. We're going to put her in a booth. Dude, this is on. This was on the radio. <laughs> What's that? What's happening? So where's Raheem or Ronin or what? So what was that? Now, upon listening, I think this is a bit where they used to uh, go be a lifeguard for a day or be uh, oh, a hot dog yeah, on a remember, stick for a day, it, it, like the sperm bank people. Yeah. So I think this is this is kind of like this that is their alter egos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Raheem and Hona. That's okay, right. Let's All right, Shannon, yeah. you go ahead and do whatever you have to do, and we'll join the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're coming over. All right, we're shutting the door. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Let's, let's rub some of this on. Put up your hand. Oh, I'll help with that. Oh, because, there we go. Uh, first of all, first of all, Bill, talk to me about this. Talk to me about this. Yeah, this we live in Southern California. Uh-huh. Sunshine beaches. Yeah. Bill, why do people come indoors to get a tan? Well, it's uh, it's almost summer, so I guess they want to break out with the shorts and the tank tops, and they want to get that tan before they get to the beach. You can go out to a private to like a private spot on the beach. You can go out <laughs> to the pool. You can do anything. But people come in here and lay in the tubo death. <laughs> <laughs> really, it is a it is a glass coffin. If we can, have it. we should also bring up at this point that normally we do tribute shows. This one we don't see there being a tribute to guys who work at a tanning salon. You do nothing. Am yeah. I right? You sit yeah. at a desk. And you check in beautiful women. <laughs> Rough job. Someone's got to do it. They get no tribute from us, all right? You know, your face is really just starting to peel all around. Just huge gobs of skin just falling off. Uh, let's keep Shannon going now. She's lathered up now. Yep, we got her lathered up. What there. do we do? Do we lay her down and slack yep. and yak him pretty much? Yep, yep. We got some. So Kevin and Bean at one point said, yes, let's interview these people at the sun tanning place in the- without any real direction. Nope, we're just going to talk to them. And, and we're going to air it. Yep, this is happening. Rohan. Wow. Shannon, get on in there. She has to put on her safety goggles now. You have to put on those stupid glasses now. Why do they make those so dumb? Look at them. (laughs) Now, Bill. They're insulting them at their own job. Now, Bill, explain uh, the tanning bed here. Is it like 50,000 watts of electricity will go through her body? What's going to exactly happen to her here? It's just some radiation. It's UV, which is just going to fry her right now. Okay, now do we close this big coffin-like thing? Yep, yep, and you, she just pushes that button. That guy sounds like the real Spigoli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go. Yeah. Oh, she can push it. Well, hold on, let me let me ask you this before we do it. How long is the average uh, tanning session uh, for a, a person? About 20 to 30 minutes. All right, let me say this. Shannon is unusually pale. I think we're going to put her in for about 90 minutes. Maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, she'd be looking like a lobster for sure. <laughs> yeah, no. it'll, beat, it'll beat the paleness. Okay. We're going to close it in? No, no. Yep. She, oh, do we do that oh, now? Oh, man. I'm ner- are you gonna be, is she going to be able to breathe? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Here we go. I'm a little nervous oh, about this. Oh, man. That's- <laughs> See, if you got claustrophobia, that, that blows. All right, Shannon, try to get out. <laughs> Shannon, knock once if you can hear me. Okay, is she going to go ahead and just flip it on? Will it make any kind of weird noise or anything? Oh, look at that. Ooh. I cannot imagine in a billion years laying in one of these coffins of death with lights underneath me. Uh, I'm not seeing results already. Can we turn up the heat about 50 degrees? Sure. I'm so bored, Dave. I'm so bored. But it's Rohim and Ronan, or was it Rohim and what? I'm sorry, B team listeners. I literally just tuned out for the, like the last thirty seconds. I was just like, "What is happening?" Okay, hey, let's let's do a Omar classic and skip to the end. Okay, let's let's just go. We still have about two minutes left. I'm so just let's gonna, just go to the last thirty seconds. Go. Okay, here we go. We started out as a tribute show, not a tribute show. Why? Your job, not a job, not a job. <laughs> We've been down now. We've done your job. It's not a job. Make something in your life. <laughs> Seriously, make something in your life. Will you call us when you're running a gas station? Will you call us? When you're... <laughs> we don't care. Go to law school. Anything. <laughs>
Thanks. Ralph, I sort of get a little sore in his shoulders when I'm rubbing that accelerator on the girls' backs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're crying now, man. Okay. Oh. Bring me the, bring me the, the K-Rock violin and we're getting out of here. <laughs> All right, so let's re... Wow. Let's recap. Wow, They Raheem change their name Hona. to Raheem and Hona. Yes. Uh, they go to... Uh, a tanning salon, mm-hmm. try to do their job, mm-hmm. insult the people mm-hmm. at their job, and be creepy. That's the bit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then decided to air it, apparently. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's uh, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> nope. I'm glad Rohan oh. and Joe and, uh, or what's his name, are dead. Bastards. Yeah. All right. <sighs> that was a B-team episode. I don't know if it was a good one, but it was an Listen, episode. But the next one, we oh. promise. I'm going to be able to read... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm going to put in 7%, oh, so yeah. I'm going to go a little over than I do. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, keep those uh, emails uh, coming in. OmarKeroQ.com. <laughs> <laughs> the B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. DJ Sanchez at KROQ.com. Yes. And then. Uh, at Twitter. At KROQ.com. K-O-M. Uh, and then next episode, we'll do Venmo shoutouts. Oh, yeah. Next one. I, people are being very funny. Uh, someone sent me some, too, <laughs> yeah, that are very good. Very funny. Very yeah. Funny. And that's, uh, wait, hold on. What's my Venmo? Oh, yeah. D-K-O-M-15. If you want to get shout out, the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. So, yeah. uh, And then uh, keep those Afro calls coming in at 323-520-AFRO. And I know we've- uh, played- I like how we end the show, but then we don't end the show. Yeah, well- Or the podcast. We're dumb. That's why. Uh, uh Here's a bonus track, and uh, this is, uh, I just found this, is the, uh, I know we've, er, er, why am I, I'm not talking to the mic anymore. No, you're backing away from <laughs> I'm backing the away mic. from the mic. Um, we played uh, the uh, Kevin's a Drunkie in an earlier B-Team episode. Yeah. But we never played the break um, that aired what? it, the original one. Oh, really? The original one, yeah. And it's, it, dude, I am so happy with myself. I'm always I'm I'm almost disgusted if I wasn't so proud of the music, uh, <laughs> because uh, I remember I remember this I, I I was literally running around the studio because I was laughing so hard <laughs> when we aired this so I figure you guys got to kick up uh, the setup and not just the song by itself and play. Hi Omar, right. what's happening? <laughs> Where'd your new inspiration come from? Omar came in so happy earlier <laughs> in the week. He's like, Bean, I got something I think you're gonna like. I'm like, yeah, what's what? up? I did. I can't take all the credit. David, the King of Mexico, actually came up with the idea. He's like, he uh-huh. came up with one line, and I was like, oh, that's magic. And I came up with the rest. Why did you feel? Look, I, I, I was gonna ask the question. Why did you feel <laughs> it is necessary to create a, a another new tribute to our man Kevin? <laughs> but I, but I guess it's because it's easy when Kevin delivers the way he does every single day <laughs> yeah. to take it for granted. It's like you look at Kobe Bryant. You look at Kobe Bryant. He goes out there every single night and he blows your mind. Absolutely. And sometimes you don't give him the credit for that because he's just that good. That's just what he does. But occasionally you need to stop the presses and go, hey, let's all be aware of the history that we're watching. Here. Exactly. This is this is a little tribute. It's, it, it's, it's more like a highlight reel. But the right? difference is that I go out and put up air balls every night. <laughs> <laughs> but consistently, though, so that's wh- the thing. So why is it that we need a tribute to that? Because I love you. <laughs> you don't love me. And the people love you. You don't love I, I me. Do. The people don't love me. There's nothing but love, man. And I also think, much like you have the Zsa Zsa Gabor obituary package ready to go for whatever that day comes, <laughs> wow. I feel like we don't want to be caught empty-handed when, you know, that day you don't show up for real and for good. I feel like we can, we're going to need to have something to play so people can remember you by. I see. Excellent point. So uh, I guess it was Dave's idea, so he came to Omar Stupid and he said— Stupid Dave. Yeah. How, how about that— what year do you think this was recorded? 
Uh, let's see. It's a, it blew my mind. It's a Wiz Khalifa song. Yeah. So I'm going to say, so I drank as a, like 2010? Damn, 2012. Oh. 2012. Yeah. I was like, man, that long ago? It's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah. That new Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg, and Bruno Mars song that is getting so much airplay right now. I'm sure you guys have heard this song, but here's a, a hook of it just to remind you which one we're talking so about. So we get drunk. So what we smoke me. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. Great song, by the way, still. You love like it? I haven't heard it in a while, yeah. and I'm okay with really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love that Yeah, song. great song. So yeah, awesome Omar song. has taken that, and he has used that as the basis for this brand new tribute to Kevin. What's this called, Omar? Does it's this even Kevin, have a name? Uh, let's call it Kevin's Drunkie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, Steve. So what? He sounds drunk. So what? He can't speak. Listening to the Kevin and Bean Show on the world famous K Rock 106.7 K R O. Got a special guest to talk to about it. <laughs> it's like you take a you catch a fish in a lake and you put it out on the ground and just like flops around on the ground completely. It's like a fish out of water is what it's like. Now he's not going to want to spend much time with the, all those other boys in their room. Come pretty here a couple years. We've got to get to the bottom of what in the hell is going on with this blue man group. These guys, they paint their faces red. Uh, Monday morning we have an all new Kevin and Bean show. We bring, uh, uh, <laughs> and how often have you used it? Did you know that going into when you started on the second office uh, when you were on the outside office not the main one? Where were you? E Fiesta two thousand two hundred two thousand and seven. Oh my god! I saw him as a com uh, com. What do you call him? Uh, I don't. Guy that commentary. By the way, just for the uh, movie theaters, all site, all do not. There's no all. The, there's not. It's not a hard one, but it, if you heard it, but it is the way you heard it. Is that so? He doesn't. It's are you a regular on. duck? Fan, you watch all the time him? Yeah, not even an accident. I mean, it's not even his. You, you, you don't do it on purpose. You also don't make accidents. You, know, you have to do it. What, like they say, yes. And and you see these sites you never knew existed, but they're right right up here. And it just it, uh, hours, hours. But the photo shooters look good. When good men fail to stand up, bad yes. triumphs or whatever that is. We need an update for when the book comes out on DVD. What did you do? Are you here to protect us? Not hot? That song is over, and now we will speak. It's the Kevin and Beecher on the world famous K Rock. I need to do the Dave plan next time. What? I need to do the Dave plan next time. I'm not drunk. We owe every one of you that listens to the show a great debt of, 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 of gratitude. I don't think that's what I meant to say. So what he sounds drunk, so what he can't speak, come on, 
Pacino. Good morning. What? <laughs> I don't know what this is. This is Sean Connery. Connery. <laughs> talking about curling. <laughs> Omar is literally. Omar is literally running around the studio. You know, my biggest problem with that is because, like, a lot of times when we do these songs, we got we got to keep them about a minute and a half, two minutes at tops. I told Bean, dude, I have too many clips. We got to leave it all in. Come on, yeah. You made you, the right uh, decision. Yeah, thank you. Totally. Thank you. No wonder you added, every time uh, we go to Omar to do something, he's like, I'm too busy. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder. We have to play this over and over and over. Right? No, yeah. this is the best. Thank you. Have to. Oh the my problem God. was, how do you know when you're done? Right? You could have done another ten verses exactly, if you wanted. Totally, That's what's amazing. Man, no. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ yeah. Omar Khan. Well done. Thank you. Well done. I feel like you need one of those helmets. <laughs> oh, oh, that was so good. That's one of the most requested songs that you've done too, dude. It's uh, it's funny. He, they're not kidding. It, it took me about. I don't know, a good week and a half to two weeks because, I mean, not because of my singing. It was it was because of the clips. I wanted to pick just the right, the right clips. One. And, and, and no doubt, I mean, you know from experience, Dave, anything over a minute and a half yeah, everyone, is pushing it, it. it. Yeah, it's too long for it's us. It's too long for us, yeah. you know? So when I went to Bean, and I think the song was like 245, <laughs> and, and then he heard it. He's like, no, nah, it's gold. It's, it's gold. gold. Yeah, it's gold. You, so. Even during party machines, people want to hear it. Yeah. So, so good so. job, man. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, well, bye. 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 <laughs>